Anything or everything Anything, everything White people decide between Anything and everything My people divide between Anything and everything Grew up in the hood between Anything and everything White people enslaved us Made us just do everything Now they just in cage Just divide us up in everything We snitching on each other Telling everything Buy from other colors, selling everything That vodka was my crutch, but now I'm just on everything The landlord just kicked my mother out and everything But why the fuck my people always renting everything? Cause we don't own anything We don't stand for anything And so we fall for anything We wasn't born with anything We don't control anything Okay, so you have a fudge round, an oatmeal pie, a zebra cake, and a Swiss roll. If you had to get rid of one, which one has to go? I really don't like any of them, but zebra, the zebra cake, has to go. This, oh, this, this is not gonna work. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not gonna work at all. Chris, why? Your, your homeboy said if she says zebra cake, gotta go. She got to go. I gotta go. <laughs> the zebra cake is the constant. Like that's the one that that's like not up for a debate. I don't eat sweets though. Uh, I was gonna say she probably eat nutty buddies like your little retarded ass. I like nutty buddies, man. Well, I nutty bars. Like, yeah. You like nutty bars? I do. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you, man. Like fudge rounds are disgusting. That They're is cheap. Nasty. It's too much fudge rounds are mm-hmm. cheap and disgusting. Not as cheap as a. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to <laughs> No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. I got these two nutty buddies with me today. <laughs> the usual. The usual Welly F. Very special guest this week. Very special guest. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Marche Shade. Who doesn't like zebra cakes, apparently? Nope. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I miss more for you. If you're with her and you like zebra cakes, it's more for you. It got, so if zebra cake come up missing, no, it wasn't her. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just throw the whole box away. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Knowing her, she would. Knowing her, she would. But yeah, um, I guess it's last week you had the, the honors of introducing the guests and I could do it this week, right? Well, I, I brought her on here because, I mean, she's probably one of the only people I talk to and we really talk about, like, black empowerment. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people I talk to, black empowerment is not really something that we really focus on just because, I mean, it's just other shit going on. But I, when I talk to her, it's definitely, it's either about being a Capricorn or it's about black empowerment or it's just about shit that we see, you know, as far as Houstonians go. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, do I want to talk about Houston a lot? Because, man, Houston has changed so much since, like, 2003, dude. Like, I remember, like, me and J-Mark were sitting there talking about um, just how we dressed in 2003 <laughs> and 2002. And I'm talking about, we was on some other shit, bro. Like, grills, you know, Air Force Twos, jerseys, throwback jerseys. But to me, 
H Town, when you when you came to H Town, you definitely was you was here and you saw that we had our own style. Southside, you know, what was it like Southside fades and shit, everybody mm-hmm. was you know, wearing red, Northside niggas was braided up, you know, I guess wearing blue. It was just we actually had a culture. But now I don't know what the fuck going on. Me personally, I don't know what's going on. Houston has a more nationwide flavor. Like everybody's trying to be I blame it on, on Kanye and the and the and the, the pink polos with the flipped up collars like around what was that 2001 2001 2002 like that's when he started like influencing dress like I, I give him a lot a lot of credit for influencing fashion him and Cameron then it slowly and trickled down yeah. to the south yeah it, like it people, slowly people look at down. Paul Wall for still making grills they look at him crazy I mean niggas still rocking grills though yeah like tough yeah. Like, like cats over thirty, like still rocking, like they iced out, bro. And I'd be like, damn, niggas still on that. But I mean, I'm getting a grill oh, during my third. You think so? Crossing. That's the north side. You don't I see like that? I, I, when I go, I can't, I mean, I don't really go out on the north side a lot, but I guess if I see a cat with a, that's grilled up, he he must be from the north side. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know a lot of cats on the south side doing. You know, I mean, oh man, you just you just gotta let it be known that you are just a south a southwest representative West. and just. Uh, Lord, West Mall. Uh, wow, I guess I'm just as north side as I can be. Congratulations. Uh, 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 if I got <laughs> if you got to pick a side, yeah. I, I never really cared to be honest. I mean, but I, I've gotten to the point where I just try to move away from everybody. Personally, I'm not trying to move to Love Lady or that shit like that. But you know, yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, it's the last side you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's why I brought you on here. So I mean. I sent you the topics. Jay, you have the topics. I mean, I don't know which one y'all want to start with. But, um, I mean, even thinking about the intro. I mean, y'all heard the intro, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Royce the 5'9". Um, that's really one of my favorite albums that came out this year, uh, The Book of Ryan. And um, when I heard that song, I mean, it was to me, it was just all true for me. He talks about how, you know, everything a black per- everything black people as a whole have nowadays is like, shit is rented. You know, we don't own a lot. Um, you know, honestly, we don't support each other. Um, most of the shit that we're flossing is not stuff that we put together. I mean, that's just how I hear it. I mean, like he says, I mean, we sell our soul for anything. I mean, and when I heard that shit, I was like, damn, I mean, and that wasn't even real. That wasn't even a song. It really was just an interlude. And um, I mean, do you think that that's true? Do you think that as black people, we're not building enough for ourselves? Um, I kind of think... I think now with this whole woke movement oh, yeah. that's going on, people are starting to realize the importance of building in your community. Like you see, you go down Bel Air's whole Asian Chinese Central, you know, yeah. um, everybody sticks together, sticks together, but black people. So as far as us actually saying, well, is it time for us to definitely do something about that? Yes. Because our money is making millions of white people, Hispanics or Asian people that service us, black people, because that's who they market. They, I mean, it goes all the way back to stealing culture and everything else, but we can get into that. Hey, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Have you noticed that it's levels to black society, though? Yeah. Like, when you go go into, like, just for comparison, Asian culture— it's kind of hard to tell who has money and who really doesn't. 
like nobody's really a flamboyant dresser. Everybody kind of dresses a, a lot alike, and True. until you see like okay, he pulled out in a you know Mercedes or whatever, you could kind of you know put them all together. He's like, okay, I really don't know who's upper class and who's not. And that's true. That's true. Because I mean, they'll, they'll pull out a Toyota in a second and, and own a whole laundromat, like for real. And yeah. you know that laundromat is making money, right? Yeah, and still, actually, yeah. They're they're very like reserved with with what they how they I guess show their money. Mm-hmm. Where did that shit start? Where did that shit start from though? I, I think it's just their culture. I mean, but where did that shit start from with us? Like, why do we feel the need to show off? Especially amongst each other. That's a good question. I'm just saying, like, I mean, that's, I mean, that's that. I mean, we, we never really hit on that before, but I sit right. there and I wonder, like, I mean, think about it. Let's take it back to Black Wall Street. Like, mm-hmm. how do, I mean, we know how that fell apart, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, technically, I mean, shit, the shit got burned down. Right. Like, they weren't having that. But I mean, what was it in the 40s and the 50s that made black people say, let's get together and make sure that we're spending money amongst each other? And I mean, that's like 50, 60 years ago. If we know that, us three sitting right here know that right now, what's so hard about it for us to get together and make another Black Wall Street? The like, competition. Yeah. Why are we competing with each other? We just are. Because we, we have to be, you have to be supreme black. Like, you just can't, like... What is supreme again, black? Again, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, like, Asian people are like, they're cool taking care of their family and their community. That's cool. Black people, we come from a lot of broken homes, uh, mothers that were super young, and then they were more like sisters and less like moms. So we don't have that, that I guess, that inherited thought process of that this is the family structure and you always take care of the family structure. You're quick to turn your back on the family structure because you didn't have it to begin with. And therefore, you start to compete because you had the family structure and I'm sitting here looking at you like she, she ain't better than me she you know whatever what have you so you know the only way that I prove that I'm better than her is materials correct and so I'm showing it off these materials and then the next person will say shit Jay ain't better than me the only way I prove that I'm, I'm better than Jay materials and instead of us putting all of ourselves on an equal footing and having a same equal level of materials Will has more materials than I have I have more materials than you have and it's just an imbalance, and we're constantly competing it with each other. That's why we rob each other to get the material <laughs> the other person has. Sad to say, but that's true. Dang, I mean, it's a lack of knowledge and things that's taught, like you said at the beginning, and it depends on your blueprint. Yeah, I think a lot of people, like Italian people, they they're big on family and building their businesses, and you teach them that at a very very young age. They're born into it. That's their blueprint. So when they're being raised, that's exactly what they implement into their families and their adulthoods and they pass it on. Versus, like he said, black families, there's probably more single mothers at a young age. They don't have, they're always working, they're gone, latchkey kids. All of that plays a huge role into that. Just think, just think about early 90s when we were, we were young. You could get a whooping easily from your grandmama friend that lived up the road that caught you messing up. She could whoop you, call your grandma. By the time you get to your grandma's house, you get another whooping, and then you get a... Like, that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, they call I mean, shit, your parents can't even whoop you no more. <laughs> shit, they call the cops on you for that shit. Right. I, mean, I mean, I hear what y'all saying. I mean, basically what it sounds like to me is it's cultural, because, like, when I even think about Indians, you know, and just how they, how they maneuver, I mean, there's such a strong focus on religion in an Indian household, and then, obviously, if they come to America, then... The finances are important too, but they all know that it's going into one pot. 
that's why I've always respect Hispanics. I mean, your your typical Hispanics, I mean, the ones that eat, whether they're here legal or, or legal or illegally, mm-hmm. I mean, they'll they'll be ten people in one house. And growing up, you know, people used to make fun of that shit. But then you start to think about it, like, damn, you got ten people in one house, you got seven incomes coming through that bitch, <laughs> like right. nobody wanting for nothing. Yeah. And then you sit there like, damn, why they always partying all night? Cause shit, they can fun the party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't it ain't nothing to them for somebody like for them potluck is. That ain't shit to them having a potluck, but it really seems like I always hear the quote, you know, hey, you know, black people have the crab crab in the bucket mentality, and they want they're like, well, who put them who put them in the bucket? That's 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 not their natural habitat. I'm like, uh, we talked about this before. And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, no matter what habitat you get put into, you gotta adjust and you gotta do better. I'm never gonna be in a situation where I'm trying to pull somebody else down. So why did we just gravitate to that so much? Like you said, I really do think it has something to do with just competition and I always personally no offense to females I've always thought females were more competitive towards each other so when I see black people do that as a whole I'm starting to feel like black people as a whole is just becoming more feminine maybe like that's why they're starting to be competitive like that because that's just my personal opinion I'm like growing up women were the ones that were like oh I'm gonna get the hotter guy I'm gonna have the uh, the nicer nails the nicer st- you know nice stuff like that but that's what I saw growing up most of the time with dudes, it was who got the J's. <laughs> That's as far as it went. I know he got the J's because he always got the J's. <laughs> he and his mama got them. Go back to the wood. Y'all compete too. Men does. Because when you look, let's go back to the movie The Wood. Go ahead. Who, who's going to get the most numbers? Oh, that was a competition thing. The for sure. Pot. Yeah. For That's sure. It. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> It's no I, boundaries. I, I, put, right? I put the little E in the corner. Don't worry. No, I'm just saying. I'm like, come on. Competition between everyone. But see, Across I think the, the competition with men, like we have the competition, then it subsides. Like, okay, yeah, we're going to see who's going to get the most numbers tonight. Then after that, that event, it's done. Mm-hmm. It seems like with females that the competition is ongoing. It's, a, it's, a, it's more of a marathon than a, than a single elimination. Because women naturally plan for the long haul. You know, you want the best man for your future. We want the number for the night. (laughs) (laughs) We want the number for the night. Man, I mean, that is that is a that is a good point with the numbers. But I kind of feel like, man, I mean, uh, the numbers. I mean, when did we start getting so into fashion though? Niggas wanting to outdress each other. I think we've always been into fashion as black people, men. Well, I'm I'm thinking way way back. Yeah, I'm thinking oh, yes, the times. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, what I'm thinking. With the afros, who had the biggest afro I'm baby? Back, let's take it all the way back to Africa when we were originated kings and queens. They were competing over who had the most gold. No, probably. No, I'm talking about as far as fashion. They have always the been bright, fashion. the bright colors, the, bright colors, the, the, the fabric, intricate designs. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it was even tribal then, because you're looking at the next person like, okay, I can I can be more flamboyant than them. Or it's a distinction. Oh, that's true too. I'm that's doing. I'm, too. I'm rocking teal, gold, and whatever over here, while they do the yellow and whatever, whatever over there. So this is this is a distinction of my tribe, but it also is like, yeah, but my tribe is better than yours. So, 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 in other words, we've always kind of had that uh, it rooted in us to be to be tribal. Like right. we never, we never really wanted to stick together. It's like that's not our culture to stick together. So it's kind of, uh, I'm just saying, so is it kind of like a lose-lose now? I mean, it's going to be hard to break something that we've been doing for five, six hundred years. 
I don't think it back then it was more so of competition. I think it was just celebration and everybody being in, in unity with each other. I think it was, wasn't until when slavery was implemented into bringing black people to America and enslaving them and then stripping us of what we already know of our culture and saying, okay, well, you're light-skinned, you're better, you can serve in the house. You're dark, go ahead and work in the field. You're a big guy, so we're going to put you here. You know, like, it was different things. There's, you hear the story about Chicken George. You hear stories about um, just, it's always been the, sorry to say, but the white people have put black men and against black women and always tried to tear that apart because they've seen the unity, and that's why they, I feel like, why they brought us over here. I think they've gotten more clever, too, because it's, it's, it's gotten way more. To me, personally, I feel like from late 90s to early 2000s, I ain't feel any of this shit. And it wasn't just because I was a kid. Like, colorism has always been a deal. Definitely. But I've never really felt like men were competing with women. I start to feel like nowadays black men could really do complete, compete with black uh, black women. I mean, I think that's why gays are, are more prevalent than, than ever. And I see more gay men trying to stunt on black women. And I be sitting there like... I'm like, wow, like they, they, they better bundles than us. Their <sighs> nails are done. I mean, but just just think about when you see the 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 gay women, like the ones that are with the studs, butcher studs. They be clean, haircut be on point. Look at Young like, Ma. Damn, this nigga did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Ma is a real good example. I mean, it's just <laughs> it just it it it, it amazes me. And, and I, she I, got bars. Yeah, she really does. I mean, she's sick with bars. It. I mean, personally to me, I, I mean, she she's been putting out music and like people just sleep on it. I mean, maybe because she's just so she don't do the radio hits. Like besides that one radio track, right. she doesn't do the radio hits, but she got bars. I think I think we're still I think we're still adjusting to the to the I want to say hyper homosexuality. Like she's a, a a stud stud for real, and I still think white America is she, still she kind of set it off Cleo's getting the grasp on it. Yeah, they're yeah. like they're like hold on. I mean, she's talented or whatever, but she's like, what is she? How, <laughs> how do we market her? You know, yeah, like, yeah. we can't put her out here half naked. So how, how do we sell her? <laughs> exactly. that's, that's what it boils down exactly. to. Like, you, True. You can put Cardi out there half naked. You can put Nikki out there half naked. Uh, Remy, you can, be, but you can't put her out there like that. You really can't. You're going to you have really to market can't. her like. And you can like you market Fifty Cent. Yeah. <laughs> In all honesty, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that now. Clearly, because I mean, she's like, she's talented. I can't knock her. I mean. I mean, she, to me, she's better than Cardi and Nicki when it comes to spitting, because she doesn't spit feminine bars. Like it's not a, she's not talking about shit that they would talk about. Trina, to me, Trina was like, Trina and Lil Kim, like to me, set the bar as far as real feminine rap being solid, like being good. And as as black women, I feel like they did that real good. But they were easy to market because they look good. You know what I'm saying? Like so, even though they, even though Trina wasn't like a lyricist, she still did it she still did it like Luke. And that's all she needed to do. Yeah. She just you just need to be able to sell sex. Kim was gangster and she could sell sex. That's why I kinda look at it like she's like the godfather of female rap to an extent. Her Foxy, you know, yeah. and then and then I feel like uh young Ma is probably as close as you'll get to like a uh a MC Light or a that's Yo Yo. Exactly and, and it's crazy. Yeah. Is MC Light uh gay? No, yep. she's married. She's she, to a woman. No, it's a man. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I didn't know, I, but I... And I have to throw Eve in there. You have to throw that, Eve in I mean, there. I mean, Eve is definitely a pioneer. 
I mean, yeah. I think Eve Queen is top, I think Eve is top five, regardless though. I mean, yes. she's stuck with Rough Riders, bro. Like she's giving them niggas <laughs> bars. Like yeah. I've always said, Eve was it, like it, it's Eve, DMX, Dragon, like, Jada. Jada. She was in there in with him. Yeah, oh she's yeah. In she was in there with him, and it was like holding her own. But that's my. That's, a, that's what I'm saying though. It was like in those times, you didn't even really have to sit there and be like, "Damn, Eve is a woman." She just came in there and she just held her own, and it wasn't really talked about. It's almost like we went backwards. Yeah. And like, oh, we have to point out the fact that, oh, Nikki is holding her own as a woman. Like, yeah, you start, you, you start doing that, oh, she's a good rapper for a woman. Why is yeah. that for a woman? Why do you have to classify it for a woman? And it seems like they just start doing that in the 21st century. In the 20th century, that wasn't a big deal. Yeah, she's like, a good rapper, plenty, period. There were yeah. plenty of women rappers. Like, I mean, we had Gangsta Boo. We had, we had plenty of women me, rappers. Me eggs. Me eggs. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. But now it's like, hold on, pump the brakes. We gotta point out the fact that she's a woman and she's black. Like I'm, and I just really just feel like we're purposely going backwards as a, as a society. Because I'm like, me personally, I don't feel like the black people walking around today can relate to what was going on in the fifties and sixties. Like we can talk shit and say, oh, the, the clocks have been set back, but to the degree of the like Emmett Till was a big case, but Emmett yeah. Till wasn't. That shit used to happen like on a monthly basis for real, like. Emmett Till was just disgusting and extreme, mm. but a lot of shit happened at that time that was crazy. I mean, KKK throwing bombs inside white, inside black churches, and nobody, you know, it wasn't really heavily reported. If something like that were to happen today, man, we'd hear about that shit six months straight. Even if that was the only thing that happened that was that was you know negative towards black people, that shit used to happen like every week back then. So I'm just trying to figure out like why are we like as a as a as a society putting so much emphasis on one event that happens in like a five month span. And then like, I mean, I hate to say it. And then when the shit happens in Chicago, like, I mean, you got 70 deaths over a weekend and it's like, we talk about it for about 30 minutes and it's just whatever. Bro, I was almost a death in Chicago. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh. Though, that, yo, he was just in Chicago a couple of weeks, well last week? Or a couple of weeks ago? Last week, it was oh, last, it was week. last yeah, week. Last week. What happened again? Out there fighting, fighting. Them young boys out there tripping. Like in Macy's. And I'm across the street. I'm like, looking, looking. They ran across four lanes of traffic fighting. I said, like, yeah, let me let me get my civilized ass into one of these stores before <laughs> I catch a stray. And the young niggas in the shower are the ones that are really trying to prove themselves. Like yeah. on the daily. Like if you're if you're an old head in Chicago, it's more it's more likely that, you know, you're on some more unified type stuff, you know, unless you're ignorant. I mean, unless you're one of the ignorant ones, but for the most part, it's the young niggas that's keeping the gang culture alive in Chicago. The old, the old heads, I mean, they just trying to live now. You know, they, they didn't made it so far, so it's like, all right, this shit, I like They realize this is pointless. Exactly, I like living, you know what I'm saying, and I like being free, so I'm, I'm gonna get off that shit. Like, Bump J is one of those type of dudes, I mean, he went to jail for like seven years for bank robbery, but when he was a young nigga out there in Chicago, he was out there on that gang. He was on that gang shit tough. But he came out and he realized, like, that really ain't what's up. I mean, I'm going to still talk my shit because niggas know I, I got street credibility, but that shit ain't what's up. And I ain't going to talk about gang culture in the black community. I was, I was just thinking, like, when was the last time you heard about white gangs going at each other? What is the white Crips and Bloods? Shit, Dem KKK. Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> Shit. I mean, okay, they, yeah. we. I mean, the KKK is still very active. I mean, but yeah, they don't like. It's not whites going at whites though. Oh no, no. Yeah, no. they they don't 
like you have, I think you have some division in in the in the Mexican culture. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I know Latin gangs or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I know that there's more than one. Well, yeah, and you got Latin kings, yeah. MS13, shit. You got, and then you got your, you know, Houston's out here. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say if anything, Hispanics keep the gang culture alive more than anybody right now, I especially in California. You know, oh, yeah. but I mean that's that's kind of why you know that's Trump's easiest target because. I mean, I hate to say it, man. When you when you get when you get Mexican gangs popping, bro, like they they maneuver as if human life has no has no value whatsoever. Like the shit the cartel does, bro. Like that shit is like it's on some Capone nineteen twenties type shit. Like no regard for human life whatsoever. Like they're the they're the only ones that are still throwing motherfuckers in in, in the river and shit and sending motherfuckers back to their families with their skin. You know, carved off their back. Like yeah. they still on that type of shit because, I mean, they still feel like, in order to preserve their you know cartel names or their family names, that they constantly got to prove themselves. I feel like we have a lot more black activists than we have Mexican activists. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you really name that many Hispanic activists? No. I mean, I'm, I can't. You know, just like I talked about the other day. Um, it, it's funny to me that. When it all comes down to, I mean, you talk about the KKK and they're they're rallying for um, their white power or whatever, and then you have black people, then you have everybody else just kind of looking like, fuck them niggas doing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have Korean activists that we know about, you know. I mean, and then what it all what it's all what it all boils down to it, the richest people in America are Koreans and Jews. They not fighting with each other because <laughs> they realize that's not the way to money. Right. I mean, and, and don't they and we're not too much money to fight and lose. Exactly. Their, their fight is a different type of fight. Like they're probably fighting stocks and you know right. trying to get you know trying to gain territory. Like oh shit, we don't want them building over here, but we still trying to make sure we don't get gentrified like out of a place. You know yeah. we're like damn we don't we got to make sure that we can still keep four forward. And it's like fuck four forward. We can build our own four forward, but it's like we hear this shit, but we don't do anything about it. And I just kind of feel like that's that's it's sad. Because I, I, I see the Jay-Z's, I see the Beyonce's, and I see the, the Oprah's out there. And it's like, honestly, the, the reason I'm hard on them is because like, all I hear is talk. Like, I don't really ever see them do anything that's really significant to me. Like, LeBron, I mean, let's be honest with you. Like, let's be honest now. Like, you telling me that Jay-Z couldn't do what LeBron just did? Probably several sure. times over. Beyonce couldn't do it. Also, when you say that, I, I thought about Flint too. It's like, oh, well, we're yeah. sending water to Flint. We're sending water to Flint. Oh, y'all with all this money sending water, y'all could have replaced all the pipes three times over by now. But right. you just want to send water. That's mm-hmm. a that's a band aid on something that needs stitches. Exactly. And they, and they still don't got clean water. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> and it's not the water. It's the pipes. Yeah. <laughs> the pipes are rusted. You need to replace the pipes. And and the people that control how do I say it? control the um. The land ordinances that say, "Hey, you can't even touch these pipes unless you have these type of permits." I mean, those are white people that have that. How the fuck did the Native Americans allow that to happen? <laughs> like, how did you let these people come in here and put pipe down that you can't control? Right. I be, mean, I ain't a lot like man, like <laughs> like oh yeah, we gave you this land, but we are gonna run this pipe all the way through. Yeah, like I be, I really, really be like I, I have a side eye against Native Americans a lot of times. I ain't gonna lie, cause I'm like. Hmm. I'm just being real because like I hear about them owning slaves back in the day and then I, I've, I've seen a couple of documentaries on how Native Americans were treated but I'm just like right now 
Shay, if if aliens came to the earth right now, and like now when I say that, just motherfuckers you ain't never seen before came to the Southwest and they just start like walking around, are you finna teach them shit? No. <laughs> so like, what type Hell of mentality no. is that? Like I'm not about to teach first of all. I'm not even gonna figure out who you are. <laughs> Straight I'm together, my niggas, and we gonna kick them out. <laughs> and we finna ride, right? And I feel like, as humans, as, as as I feel like, as crazy as that sounds, I feel like we have this land already, and we've been here. We're already fighting it with uh, fighting with it amongst each other. And I know Native Americans were too, because there were a bunch of tribes. Mm. There were a bunch of different tribes. So for them to get you know, decimated by whites the way they did. It amazed. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I know that you know the whites were more technolo- technologically advanced than them, but I kind of feel like they just opened the door for it. And and with that mindset of just being so friendly, it fucks some shit up. And yeah. it just it's a trickle down effect. And all white people and all the uh, was it one percenters have been doing since then is capitalizing off the fact that they got land that was that wasn't spoken for. You know, because you, you would hope people would learn from that. Like, yeah. I would I would hope that whatever it takes to rebuild Black Wall Street, that if if it happens, that we don't let it get burned down again. Bro, it was like, what, the the, the Louisiana Finesse? What they call the Louisiana Purchase? Oh, yeah. The Louisiana <laughs> Finesse? <laughs> finesse. They finessed the fuck out of it, didn't, didn't they? Didn't they finesse Manhattan, too? <laughs> Wasn't that another finesse? I mean, shit, we finessed Texas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my bad, I said we. They finessed Texas. They fuck out of Texas. And then they created a border. They said you can't come over here. Right. They finessed a lot of California but they want too. Dog. Oh, <laughs> like you just start thinking. They finessed like 80% of the yeah, country. Dog. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, what was y'all doing? Like, I'm not finna go to war with you over something that's mine already. Like, what? You're not finna come to my house and be like, this is my shit. This is my PlayStation. I'm gonna fight you for your PlayStation. No. It's mine. Okay. I have nothing to win here. Exactly, dog. So, I mean, we joke about it, but it's like, I don't know what type of sense they had then. And I just feel like there is no way in the world that as... Native Americans, as blacks, as Mexicans, whatever, you are allowing people to come into your land and just do whatever. Like, I'm protective over my fucking house, my apartment. I don't even own it. But you're not about to come right. to my shit and, like, just, hey, this is my shit. Like, no. What do you have? Like, you got to cover that bitch with a fucking army. And they didn't even do that. I'm telling you, like, no. I know, like, the historical facts okay. show that they literally came in there with not many people and just were just nice, and then they they finessed and there's, there's they like, backstabbed. You mind, if, you mind if we 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 kick it over here? Yeah, no, go ahead, oh, yeah, do it. it. No, nah, bro. Then it's like, you know what? This this ours now. Oh, that's what just just chilling. No, this this ours, and, and we want what you got too. Wait a minute, bro. Like, right. and if you didn't do it, they they killing you. They killing you. And because I think they, that's what it is. They put fear in them. Yep. Because they saw that their weapons weren't advanced enough. Exactly. Like they was already. I mean, to me personally. I mean, them bow and arrows were a beast, but once that motherfucker got that musket going, or once that motherfucker <laughs> got that got that rifle going, you it's a wrap. Cause you hit me with that bow and arrow, then I'm still be able to shoot. You gotta hit me in a lethal spot with that bow and arrow, or with your axes. You gotta. I mean, a lot of that shit is too close range. Yeah, a lot of it. No. It was a lot, but we shooting y'all from a distance. I feel like that's cowardly, but they. It, that's when you're when you're going into war, 
that's why the Japanese, you know, they were so successful because they realized that when you're going in the war, the sneakier you are, the better. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't be, you can't be in their face. You got to hit them where they can't see you. If I'm not mistaken, they're the ones that came up with camouflage, right? I think they were. I never really dug on that, but I think, I mean, when it comes to war, Japanese, If you Google it, it was a white guy. Oh, of course it was a white guy. Of course it was a white guy that came up with camo. They made everything. Yeah, I mean, and it's crazy, though, because we say that. We we say that to make it simple. We say white, but a lot of them motherfuckers were Spanish. The Spanish were, were brutal. Yeah. And they're the ones that that did a lot of the damage, and a lot of that was was, was through. Um, but you, we, we, and throughout history, they kind of categorized those conquistadors as whites. Whites, and right. it was because of it came from the request of the queen. And at that time, I mean, the queen has always been white. But um, it was weird to me because when I look at it now, we we we're mad at white people, but like it's never really di- directed at Jewish people. And like I'm, it's just weird to me because like yeah. they're the ones that have the most power and they're the most ruthless, bro. Because they flew on the radar mm-hmm. and blew up. They stayed low. And Bill. No, no. Never, never. <laughs> That's another story. I'm <laughs> not tell but they definitely did that. And like everybody, people, people meet. I'm gonna say this: people meet all three of us. And we one thing that I know for sure that all three of us have in common is we're pretty low key. Like we're just not all over the place like that. Just in everybody's face and like most black people love that but it seems like most black people do the opposite like everybody wants to be low-key everybody wants to be off the radar blah blah until they're off the radar and then they're like i guess it gets <laughs> bored i guess it gets bored i mean we were talking about that today we were talking i mean i, I said all the time like i really feel like everybody is in their own like little in their competition especially with black people from what I witnessed, I feel like everybody's trying to build their own brand. Mm-hmm. And as people are building their own brand, it's like, I'm going to build my own brand fuck everybody else. But I'm like, does it really have to be that way? Like, can I, can I support my podcast, support Crystal Clear, support Mars and Venus, support YBO, is, or su- support Joe Budden? You see what happened with Joe Budden? Joe just Budden simply, chick. Joe Budden simply just said somebody's name. Uh, that It was a group, that group, that girl group. I mean, the girls podcast. He said something about uh, oh horrible decision. Or, yeah, yeah, he just said their name and bam, their follow their follow account went up a hundred thousand. Just imagine if be I mean Beyonce's done it, but what's stopping Beyonce from once a month just shouting out um, a makeup artist from H Town that that she likes or shouting out a, a a place where you might like going to get get a bike or something? Just just random little black business but, like because they have the true power to do that. But but check check out the Canadian Drake jump on. I love McConan track. It got him up. big. Uh, Lil Baby. Got him big. Block Boy JB. Mm-hmm. Even Migos when he got on Versace. Yep. Oh, he, he, to me, that he made their career, in all honesty, to me. And there's more, too. I mean, even though The Weeknd is better than him, in my opinion, he if it wasn't for him doing what he did on Take Care, we wouldn't have The Weeknd. But The Weeknd is talented enough to get where he, he was going to get to, but Drake made it faster. Yeah, I, I yeah, give Drake yeah. his pops for that. Yeah. And it's a couple more Drake put on, too, but... Those those people are more on a low key level, you know. But every successful black person can do that. But it's almost like they feel like it's not enough out here for everybody to eat. But I'm like, I know a hundred niggas that drive Uber and they get money. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a bunch of niggas driving yeah. Uber, getting money, and driving lip. Like, do you understand that there's five or six million people in this city? A lot of the people are getting getting wasted, getting lit on the weekend. It's enough money out here for everybody. Yeah. So. 
I, I mean, it, we we always talk about why, why, why. I just really feel like the solution is to put more pressure on our celebrities or the people that we built up. Like, you're going on an honor run tour, right, next month? I'm scheduled to be there. You're scheduled to be there. <laughs> I feel like everybody should be in that bitch protesting as far as, like, saying, hey, we're here to support y'all, but we need you to support us. Because ain't nobody gonna protest. I know, ain't nobody gonna. Nobody's protesting. They gonna, they gonna start saying. singing song, crying, and getting my feelings. Uh, you just gonna forget. <laughs> forget. See, that's what Michael Jackson used to do. He just started singing. Oh my bad, R. Kelly. He just started singing and just you, you forget, forget everything. But what if you look at it like <laughs> this with artists? Let's say okay, Beyonce had people that could have she could have put on. Mm-hmm. She might be on some unity type shit and they might be on some crabs in a bucket shit. And that gets irritating if other people ain't putting in the work, if other people ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like if everyone is not together and you got somebody that's working their ass off to get to where they trying to go, guarantee you they're going to cut that person off and be like, look, I'm elevated. And sometimes elevation requires separation and cut them off. What do you think breeds the crab in a bucket mentality though like I mean I guess everybody doesn't have the same work ethic but True. me and Jay have no problem doing this podcast I guess maybe because it's just two of us but I never I never I'm just <laughs> I never since at one at any moment that Jay like was trying to hold me back or he would try to sabotage the show so I just don't understand why if let's say we got that's why I, people hate 50 Cent, but I feel like 50 <laughs> Cent is what he did was amazing because he got three hood niggas together and he made sure all of them were successful. Yeah. Sure. Like he made sure Yayo was successful. Banks didn't even know book. I have no, that's why I have no respect for game. I, I can't, I never really rock with game like that because I felt like nigga 50 Cent, he, he put you in a position to be hella successful and then you, you stabbed them in the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's some conquistador type shit like that's what the, <laughs> that's what the settlers were doing like he, he is oh man that's fucked uh, up that nigga talented up. though <laughs> jason taylor is talented but i don't like one i mean why would a nigga do something like that like what are you trying to accomplish you sold five million records you you know this guy that didn't even know you he put you on and you really he really made it harder for Yayo, Yayo to be successful. And I'm like, I grew up with this nigga. Yayo's still riding with this nigga. <laughs> Yayo is Memphis mm. Bleak, though. He's good, no matter what. True, true, true. And I mean, but why? I mean, I, I like that about Jay. Jay, he definitely, you could tell Memphis is still relevant, you know, in his life. But Memphis Bleak was a low-key dude. Yeah. But that's why, I mean, but why isn't it like that across the board? It should be like that across the board. I mean, if you have people that you actually call your friends... Like, it shouldn't be an issue to do business with them. No, I believe you can do business with friends. I believe certain people have certain strengths and weaknesses. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, it just really depends on that. But I think with the game and all of them, either somebody's going to get big-headed, someone that's not used to fame becomes too (sighs) hungry. You know, you see it in groups all the time. Why Beyonce was solo? Shit, but... I respect them too. I mean, Ke- yeah. They never. I mean, the the Kelly Michelle them. They never threw no salt. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, the little salt that was thrown was never the Destiny's Child that became mainstream. The right. mainstream Destiny's Child, they never threw salt at each other as far as I'm concerned. They played their role and they shut up. Right. Like, I mean, I, I feel like that's a that's a rare case though. 
Cause I mean, I even think NSYNC was on some hoe ass shit. <laughs> the nigga was like, "Fuck Justin." Come <laughs> <laughs> hey, Justin, look, so Justin cool. look around. He's like, "All y'all gay, <laughs> right?" I'm the only one in the street. Bro. Y'all ain't gonna tell me this. Nah, that's true. That Damn. is crazy, man. I ain't believe but, you but, like that. Yeah, but it, it's. I guess it's just we got to know who the leader is, and it's it, and it sucks because people never want to be led anymore. Justin out here dating Britney Spears and stuff. And they like my man's with the curly hair with the blonde on the top. Like you yeah. cute, B. Like you out here dating women. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? We're not, we're not in sync anymore. I thought we were a group. Group. <laughs> no, no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it again. Like, bro. Like, again. Man, I'm trying to get this Britney. But I mean, oh. Justin. It kind of. It kind of. I, I to talk about Justin, man. It kind of sucks the way. They kind of try to do him like they did Bruno Mars. Like they try to like kind of turn on him. They, but they try to get Bruno. All I'm talk, when I say that, box. I'm talking about black people. I'm like, hey, Bruno we, got successful and tried to get him out of the box. Yeah, I'm where like, were hold you on, at that, on, on doo wops and and what hooligans or whatever? Yeah, man, the, the, the dude music been like that. Like in like, I just kind of feel like when we learn a new word, we just gotta abuse it. And don't get me wrong, <laughs> cultural appropriation is real. <laughs> I know that's the word you're yeah, thinking. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, like. You want to take it back to to when Elvis was still in music? Like it's been done already. I mean, it is what it is. Are we gonna bitch about every successful person outside of our skin color that is good at what they do? It's like, come on, do we not know who invented basketball? Was white guy? A white guy invented basketball. A white right? Canadian. I think. Can you name five white basketball players? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I was just saying. Like I went, the first person I thought about was Larry Bird. <laughs> He's white. Oh, I'm just and, and Larry damn near black. Yeah. <laughs> Larry yeah, damn near black. Yeah. He, he was giving niggas buckets. 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 And talking trash. Right. Oh. He was a and mad ready to shit scrap. talker. <laughs> he was giving you buckets, talking trash, and ready to scrap. But when it came down to who perfected the game, though, I mean, black people dominated now mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah. I mean, do we ever do white people ever get mad at the fact that we dominated basketball? I mean, they may talk shit yeah. in their little circles. They, they do. But at the same time, they still at them games, though. They still the number one season ticket holders, football and basketball. And they going out there and watch a bunch of niggas tatted up. And they can't do shit about it, even on the college football scene. I think We've the only. Been entertaining white people forever. <sighs> That's true. That does suck. Very true. That does Very suck. Very true. That does suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I be, it, it trips me out when I see black celebrities or black artists or whatever. Promoting like, like when I'm seeing them like promoting Papa John's, I'm like, nigga, I know there's a hood nigga in. It's a nigga <laughs> in the hood making soul food. Why am I not seeing a commercial with you on there? Why you, you ain't eating Gloria's greens? Because everybody woke and they went vegan. <laughs> oh, she man. do put that ham in her greens too. God. She's a little, little pork in her. Like, like I said, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, Beyonce did shout out boogity boogity boo that man right. Yeah, she did. She did. She did. To be she a thousand did. with you, I don't be keeping up with Beyonce moves. Like and she she does Frenchies. You don't, you don't fuck with Beyonce? I'm, I'm confused. I, I, I said I don't be keeping up with her moves like that. Her moves are so fucking heavily publicized. How can you not? I don't. Really? I'm I'm, I'm not. Your favorite rapper is Jay Z. I really don't be keeping up with his moves like that. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. I just I, you know, you, the last time you're going to honor run last, tour, bro. Last thing, saying, last, right, last thing I seen <laughs> something by Jay Z. He had on the same Puma tracksuit that I had on that I wore to Chicago, and I was a little upset about that because he wanted to be me so bad. But wow, and the hair. <laughs> oh no, I think you got that from Jay though. No, 
I don't know, man. I started growing my hair like 12, 13 months ago. Nah, I don't know, dog. I don't believe you. I don't believe you, dog. I think holy. We've been doing, I've been seeing you at least once a week. <laughs> For the past two years, I think Hope. I think Hope been doing it for a while though, man. What he he really does it when he's making an album, but then he cuts it. Really? Yeah. He don't be keeping up with Jay though. He hasn't made an album. Though, <laughs> really. He just made an album three months ago. That's not a real album. That, that's not a real album. They got. Oh, yeah. they, that's, that's like Drake and Future. What a time to be alive. They just got an album in the, in the, in the studio and did some shit. That was and then sold album? it and then sold it. Yeah. So if the hell get a Grammy, it was still on a real album. I don't. Didn't Chance get a Grammy? Wasn't that a mixtape? Nah, that was an album, bro. Which we talking about? The one that which, Color that Book. Album? They said Color Book's a mixtape. Hey, Color Book is a fucking album. How is it a mixtape? How's it an album when you didn't sell it? What you mean? Didn't you didn't sell he did sell book? it. He sold it for a week. Where? On iTunes. And then he got a deal. I heard. No, that yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't give a damn if the album is free if it's an album's album. <laughs> like, what? The album's album. All right. Okay, what makes an album an, an album an album? I mean, they just get nominated for a Grammy in the album okay. category. Oh, so you, oh, so you let so you Bring let the in. white people determine oh, what's album. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's all you had to say. You wow. let you let the man tell you what's what. Oh, okay. That's okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. I give you that one. Here we go. You won that one. Listen, I bring it back. I bring it back so we can get back on the topic. Uh, what we, topic are we on? Uh, <laughs> we just been bad. We just been bashing shit that ain't cool in society. But we ain't got a chance to talk about um, another thing that me and you talk about a lot: black love. Okay. Um, I think when we talk about black love, to me, does that does that do you have to have black on black love in order to nation build? Like if if I have a biracial child, can he, is he a part of my nation building? Well, technically, if anything has a splash of black in it, is we still doing it's the one drop black. rule? Huh? We still doing the one drop rule? You yeah. got one drop, one yeah. drop of black in you, black. We, I mean, me and him talk about that a lot. I mean, Honestly, yeah. I mean, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I just, I just wonder if it's is, is it official or but not? Because me, I'm just if we're if. When you say build a nation, are we talking about a black nation? Uh, when I say, I, I guess, build a black Wall Street. Like, can, can my biracial child or can a biracial person be a part of that black Wall Street? Or if once a once a white person has anything to do with black Wall Street or our, our black thing that we're trying to build, is it no longer black anymore because we let a white person taint it? I would say no. It's still us. It's it's like FUBU. It's for us, by us. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that will be... Black people who are concerned about building that type of nation is not trying to have no white person in the mix of that because they have these type of people who have a conscience to say, oh, okay, well, we're going to build this nation. They don't want white people in it. They feel like they have everything else. And the one thing that they do not need to put their hands on, drop of whiteness or anything, is our black community. Okay. Now, I'll say like in reverse. Uh, and this is something that I've talked about in my own business was, uh, can white people even represent a black brand? Like Shea Moisture's had their whole little thing regarding... Um, 
black woman is for black hair, natural black hair, but in order for it to as like to blow up and market the way that it did, they had to add Hispanic people. They had to add white people into it. And yeah, the guy, okay, well, yeah, he sold it, but turned around and bought something completely bigger than Shea Moisture, which was Essence. Hmm. So he did it for a bigger cause, but black people don't see that. Hmm. Interesting. I and, know that. Yeah. And, and I think that we're just so tunnel-visioned or tunnel-minded about it. It's like with the Dove commercial. You remember yeah. how it's, it's, it was everybody. Mm-hmm. Johnson & Johnson owns Dove, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think so. Yeah, the yeah. white corporation. But very, they very know white. that like we can reach out and we can bring in black and we can bring in Asian consumers by putting them in this co- commercial. We look at it, we can only market towards black people. Why? No, I believe <clears throat> every, you can market to everyone, but I think the message that black people that are trying to build their businesses for black people, they want it to, they want it to stand out as black owned. They want to target black people. And it's not just to say, okay, this is our stuff, you know, for our people, but they also, anybody that wants to support a culture like, a culture like black people, and we're going to say, okay, this is, we're making this for us. They, they understand the power of unity and they want to give them something that they can be proud of. Something that we can learn from the, uh, the Jews and the Mexicans to pass down to our people because our, we barely keep it our head above water, let alone making sure our kids is good. And, and, and to me personally, I think that's, that's, that's a flaw. Yeah. I mean, we can say, yes, this is made by us, this is, this is for us, but, or you can say, yes, this is made by us and everybody uses it. Like, where, there's, there's so much more power in that than like, oh, yeah, I made this and it's for black people and only for black people. And, you know, only bl- black people should be wearing platinum fubu. And when I see the white guy with the platinum fubu on him, I clown him and make no other white people want to wear that. Or no, I say, yeah. I can build this brand right here and Asians have on Jordans and white people have on Jordans and Hispanics have on Jordans. We're not going to get on Jordan. I mean, that, yeah, that's a poor example. <laughs> that's a poor example. Let's, 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 but, right. but at the same time, you no. know, it's like. I'd rather build this and it be black built or even more than that, family built. Yeah. And it be something that the masses use rather than to be something that was black built and only blacks use it because blacks will turn on you for a bigger name. Well, also, you got to look at it like this, though. If I have a business, say I have a clothing line and I'm making it for thick black women. So certain curves, yes, anybody and everyone, if they want to put on the clothes, by all means, put them on, buy them. But if I want to have only black people marketing on runways and magazines on my website, I feel like that's completely fine because it's a statement that I'm being, I'm, I'm making. Now, sure enough, because we see a lot of Hispanics and white people, they, they still our culture. Like I remember when Kim K was so. Oh my gosh, look at Kim K coming out with braids and cornrows. Niggas been wearing cornrows since back in the day, but because Kim K did it, all of a sudden we bringing back cornrows. Hell no, that's our shit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just when you understand how they come in as far as white people have came into America, they have stolen so many different cultures and ways and then you know, like a lot of people I talk to today still don't even know Betty Boo was actually black. 
She wasn't even white. You know, they put a white face on it and then all of a sudden it's glorified. No, if I'm gonna have a brand and put it on there and I wanna make a statement for my people, I'm welcoming everyone to pay for it. All y'all money is green, yeah. but my people gonna be black. Yeah, and that's that, what I want y'all to see. I, I feel there's <laughs> a difference between making a statement and making a book. True. Yeah. Like you like you said, you can make a statement and you know, all my models are black. You know, you go to my website, it's it's nothing but black. It's like, but I'm trying to make a book. Yeah, you're gonna see some white models. You're gonna see some Hispanic models because you. I want anybody that comes inside be like, you know, I'm built like her. She's white. I'm white. We have a similar body sh- shape that looks good on her. I'm gonna buy that. Right. So I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. It's funny because uh, I, I, if you have a website that only had black people as the models, mm-hmm. that that doesn't bother white people. No, white people will still buy the shit. It. They love it. But, think so? Yeah, I because see. Because it makes them feel black? I mean, shit, go to go oh, to a Jay-Z yes. concert. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Jay-Z can sit there and talk about nothing but black stuff, and it's still white people the main ticket holders. Exactly. And it, I mean, I mean, Travis Scott, he's our biggest, the, he's the biggest Houston artist right now, and his, his fan base is primarily white. Mm-hmm. And they don't care what they're looking at. If they, if they don't feel it, they don't feel it. True. Like, if they're looking at something like even, um, even Asians, if you really go into to like Japan, to, believe it or not, Japan and France they set the um, they set the bar on fashion. Like if you want to know what's about to start popping, go to Japan, go to France. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where the style is. That's where Kanye. That's where Pharrell. That's where Future and them like like Louis Vuitton. Like niggas wouldn't worry about Louis Vuitton until who started fucking with it. Black people start marketing yeah. it. And when black people start marketing it, that didn't make that didn't make white people say, "Oh, I'm not wearing it no more." White people just made sure that they got the shit that your average motherfucker couldn't afford. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. I'm like, I'm like getting this, this, this low hanging fruit, always. Louis. Now, yeah, you know, so 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 we we sit here and say it's important for the black person to be the owner. But um, what about uh, what is his name, Virgil Ebo? He's yeah, the, he's the, he's the um, he's the creator. What what is he to Louis Vuitton? Uh, now? Head designer. Head designer. The head okay. designer for Louis Vuitton is a black guy, African, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, he's and like that was a big deal, but I'm be honest with you, I don't hear a lot of black people talk about it because they feel like it's Louis Vuitton. It's not black. Right. But with having that black, you know, creator, that head designer, I mean, he's he's doing things that are gonna make how do I say this? To me, it makes white people look a lot more urban. Some of the stuff that he's designed. Oh yeah. If you if you look at um what uh Kanye and ASAP had on at the wedding, at Two Chains' wedding, that was the that wasn't that designed by him. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was designed by him, and it's like seeing Kanye and ASAP wearing that a white a white guy, a fucking guy from Maroon Five. He's still gonna rock that shit. <laughs> he does it doesn't bother him. Right. But I have noticed that if black people see white people doing something, it's almost like I ain't fucking with that. And like, I, and I'm talking about the older generation, like these little black kids coming up. It's almost like. They don't give a damn. Like the new way for these little black kids coming up is to look homeless. I don't know if y'all know this. <laughs> my son does the shit <laughs> to and look as raggedy as look possible. Raggedy is fucking possible, and that that they don't really know where that comes from. But to me, it comes. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It comes from the art. It comes from the art deco type of shit. Like when you see Basquiat, mm-hmm. when you see Basquiat just not giving a fuck. And right. the main people Basquiat was around was kind, kind of the, the 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 mindset that J Cole is in now. Yeah, just, that, that's that's a that's a hipster, like you know back alley art type of shit. And that crowd was so diverse and mixed. 
and it just didn't matter. There was no judgment there. So those motherfuckers don't care. That's why I kind of look at my son and them, and I look at them like, I think they'll be more tolerant towards the bullshit. Like, they're not going to be, like, at war with white people because they kind of all look at each other like, we're the same. We're the older generation of the ones that are still, like, to be honest with you, on some Trump shit. Because Trump, what people don't realize what Trump does is Trump has a tendency to, he calls it, what Trump is doing is nation building. But he does it in a way that makes you feel like the whole America is included. Which, you know, technically, if if you're trying to, one of the, one of the most lethal things that he's doing that affects my job is the tariffs. And a lot of shit that for my job that I get um, are imported from China, imported from France, because it's a lot of chemicals that they make cheaper out there. I mean, the cars we drive, come on, like, made in China. I'm pretty sure the headphones you got on are made in China. Let's not talk about <laughs> Steve, Steve Jobs. Right. Now, why is this done? Because shit done on American soil happens to be a lot more expensive. So, therefore, if, if, if I want to get some headphones made in China, I'm paying $2 an hour. But if I want to make it on American soil, I got to make $14, $15 an hour. Let's not forget, we stay in a place where people that work at McDonald's feel like they should get paid $17 an hour. Right. I ain't knocking those people. They, they feel that's a career job. But I'm just saying, right. they're, if, if it's, it's, it's harsh as this may sound, there is no reason for me to believe that you should even want to make McDonald's a career. Like, you sure. should make that to where, if anything... Those jobs are for for college age students or for for high school students. Those yeah, are first job students. places. Why do I? I mean, other than upper management, I don't want thirty five year olds working at Waterburger hoping to make a career out of that. I want more for thirty five year olds. I want them to go into corporate America. I want them to do bigger and better things. I want more people in, on Wall Street that are black, white, whatever. I don't want those people settling for Dairy Queen. I want, yeah, I That's want to encourage cool. them to try, not encourage them to sell. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, like I want if if I if I'm gonna have a 30 year old in in Victoria's Secret, I want her in management. I don't want her on the floor. I want this the 18, 19 year old on the floor, like. That's just how I look. I need at you it. down here earning your stripes. Yeah, you right. know, like that's how that's it, should it should be. be. Yeah, but exactly. we're making it to the where the Jews and corporate America are just looking at it like you know what we finna be on some Black Mirror shit. You finna walk in here and it's gonna be a robot serving you. And since y'all think y'all deserve this money, I'd rather put a hundred grand into this robot that's gonna last me 15, 20 years and he's gonna get the job done autonomously and I ain't gotta worry about shit no more. And he's gonna be on time. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like just saying. we all we all gotta pick our battles and uh I know y'all was trying to get somewhere. Black <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I ain't going to forget that, but I kind of feel like as black people, period, when we talk about business, we almost forget what business is about. Ain't True. business about making money? It's about making it money. It's about making be, money being and serving the purpose, depending on what you're doing, yeah. what your purpose is. Yeah. And it, it, it's easy to segue into black love because, I mean, what's the purpose of love, though? Like, is, is the purpose of love to only love... <laughs> Come on. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if if we we're so it's so easy for us to just say, hey, we're gonna sit back and accept homosexuality and all this other shit, but then every other type of love, like, hold on, we got a halt on that shit. Like, hold on, like, are we in love or are we at war? Like, what do we want? And you know, this is a combo we have a lot. And just, <laughs> I mean, go ahead, and say what you got. So I know, I know no, how you feel ahead. about it, but I want them to hear you say it. Say what? How do you feel about a black guy dating a white woman? 
When you see that, how do you feel as a black woman? Okay, so this is how I feel about it. Love, I do believe love is love. You can fall in love with white people, black people. You can have all of that. There is a, the, the issue that I have with black men, or should I say black women too, but particularly black men, of course, because I am heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> let it be Throw known. Throw that out there. Let it be known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it be known. Uh, <laughs> I dislike it when I hear black men say, well, black women is ghetto, they loud, they, you know, I'm only dating outside of my race because I don't want a black woman. They have, and usually that stems from childhood traumas or whoever they've seen nagging a black, you know, a nag of, uh, nagging aggressive black woman in a household. Mm-hmm. Usually it's their mothers, their sisters, their grandmothers, their aunties or whatever. And I'm okay for black man loves an, a different race, but what I'm not okay with him only dating a white woman because he feels like that's, that's better than a black woman. Like, I'm not going to date a black woman just because I don't like them. They all the same, which is not true because we could say, well, shit, all niggas are the same. Our, uh, but we still support y'all no matter what happens. We're going to be there even when y'all don't want us. So you, know, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm going to be there. Look, <laughs> she know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I already know what you're going to say, Well. Black women support black men, and even though, yeah, we might dig in y'all asses forever, but it's because we want to pull something great out of y'all. Did you, know, did you notice my stance changed when we got to this topic? Like my That's stance, why I left it for cause, last. Because my ex is white. Okay. So that, like, my stance, I wanted to see where you're going with it, but I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah, like, like I'm okay some with of, anybody. Some of them will get to the, like, oh, no, like, I'm at this certain level in my life, and I'm above black women, or yeah. that, you know, that this is... Like, only white women are on my level now. Yeah, like, okay, now I'm making money. I have a six-figure salary. I own A, B, and C. I'm not about to take Keisha to this gala. No, Mary or Kelly's going to come with me mm-hmm. and Maribeth and all of them because they feel like that's suitable. So, oh, as if black women are not elegant enough or if we're not taught, you know, a certain type of etiquette to be even able to be asked, let alone brought into this, facility that's considered white owned or white there's a white supremacist in this area you know so the that's my issue when it comes down to dating outside your race me personally i'm not dating outside my race mm-hmm. i personally want my babies to be as chocolate as ever <laughs> I just, he knows this you know i talk about this all the time i want a chocolate baby and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna get that with anybody else and <laughs> but a black man but also how what my core values are what i want to teach my children what I, I i don't want them to feel like oh well you're a black man and i gotta teach you yeah we're gonna have to whoever i'm with we're gonna have to show you a different type of blueprint you know and raise you up a certain way and be cautious of who you are but be as free as you are as well you know i'm not i don't i don't believe in this whole like oh okay well you know, if it's like white, like as far as black men dating white women, or even Hispanic, or even sp- Hispanic. Okay. Oh, every yeah. As long as she's not black, it, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I think I think so. sometimes they kind they kind of feel like they get a pass if they date a Hispanic woman, and I'm like, eh, I know no. quite a few Hispanic women that their parents don't like blacks either. Like they're oh, not yeah. black. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've dated. I remember when I was in high school, I dated a um, a black Colombian. Gotcha. But even though he looked just like us niggas, I wasn't Spanish. Right. So it oh, was yeah. a difference. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's, parents, it's a yeah. big difference. Yeah. You know, and it's just like. Nigga, my, my hair better than yours. Like, you know, my, I'm lighter than you. But at the same time, unfortunately, that brings back to that whole crazy mentality that we talked about earlier. You know? And and that's and that's a big thing, too, uh, when you're dating outside your race. Oh, I don't know, nappy-headed little babies. And, and True. My hair is luxurious. Right? <laughs> the, the curls is popping. Like, okay? <laughs> like, it's a whole process that this, this hair goes through. It gets deep conditioned on a weekly basis. Like, these, these curls are intentional. These ain't naps. Okay. I feel you, man. I, I don't I know. You tried to discredit my hair earlier. I was, I was talking to you I'm about still it. Still discredit it. That's cool. He was growing his hair before you. You start growing his hair. You start growing You're that hair. A real friend right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jay, I'm going to have to have you back right here. He's just pushing my buttons. <laughs> He's just pushing my buttons. You're not even a real friend. Why are you here? I asked myself that at least twice. I'm, gonna, like, I'm never going to make it easy for him, just like you don't make it easy for me. I will never make it easy for you. This is my thing. Y'all got to remember who set the bar for this shit. Like, celebrities set the bar for this shit. Mm. Black dudes that always stand outside their race. I love Kobe Bryant, but, I mean, he has a Hispanic wife. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many more. Like, see, even, like she been with Kobe from the jump. I understand that, but I'm saying, but that we, even though Kobe didn't go out and do that purposely, she black. Knew. Yeah, she knew. Why. Oh yeah, she, she knew, knew he was going somewhere. She knew. She knew he was going thing. somewhere. Let's go. Let's he, she knew he was going somewhere, and he and he knew she looked good. True. Exactly. You you saw. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all it, it is. Like, that's all I mean, it is. Look, I'm sorry. Even the movie. What, what was that movie? Um, he got game. Get out. Oh. Well, yeah. Get yeah. He got game. No, too. get out. But that, get out. Oof. Look at the girl sitting there. She was sitting there. Googling. She was googling who gonna be the next NBA prospect. Mm-hmm. While she's separating the colors in a, a ball in and the dipping them in milk, yeah, and dipping them in milk. In milk. Come on, and, and, and it was so many different. I feel like that stems level. from opportunity, and um, like I feel like Vanessa Bryant would have never met Kobe if she didn't have the opportunity. Meaning, like, like you said, the ones that get inv- invited to the galas and stuff, like you ain't finna catch a bunch of you know average black women going into an event where you can get close to NBA athletes. You know, like. And where the NBA athletes are actually going to take them serious because I've seen some real toxic shit just going in the clubs in Houston when a John Wall or or any of these type of dudes were out here like they're they're trying to smash the bottle girls they're trying to smash the black the black models that are popping on Instagram they ain't trying to marry them though no. but when they go to when they go to the Met Gala or some shit like that and they see Iggy and they see they see um, Eva Longoria or some shit like that That's they're, shaped they're like, like oh they're like oh damn you know like. <laughs> I want to be seen with that because, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, black women are more objectified. Just and then black women are more objectified in the manner of the curves and all that that women tend to the want to mock. Curve. And that's that just them. And it, we're not making it any better with social media either because uh-huh. it's almost like my thing is well, what you said is you, me. If I was a black woman and I saw a black dude doing that shit, I'm dead on their ass. I'm not giving them no love. They're not getting no love from me. If yeah. I really felt that way, like I don't, I'm not finna. Or it gets to the point where it's like, oh yeah, Serena, she you know had all these curves, but oh she too she too muscular. Yeah. What? She too muscular. But that ass fat though. Boy, I come on. I drink Serena bathwater through a curly straw. Oh wow. <laughs> Got me all kinds of messed <sighs> up. But Eve. In, 
He's married to what's his name? What, that white billionaire, yeah, yeah, whatever that guy is. I Access mean, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Marche didn't have opportunity to do that. If you probably saw you and be like, oh, I'm for to get with that. Like he, Eve had the opportunity. He probably performed for her somewhere. Like I mean, she probably performed for him somewhere. Who knows? Uh, but the main Maybe point I'm getting like at Trump. is, I feel like if my advice to black women would be like, just be consistent with it. Like if you if you know for sure that this black guy, if you verbally heard or vocally heard a black guy bash black women, like he needs to be he needs to be dragged. He needs to be scrutinized because True. that's not right. Like yeah. I don't do that shit. Like Your I'm a, black. exactly <laughs> like, <laughs> like no matter what. If 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 you're dating somebody, it shouldn't be because you're dating them because you feel like this makes me look better. That's my problem. Like that has nothing to do with love. You fall in love with somebody, you fall in love with somebody. But if you're actually going out of your way to make sure that you're dating somebody or you're pairing with somebody to look a certain way, mm-hmm. or because you don't want to have nappy headed children, that's fucked up. That's not right. Or as if white women don't give attitudes and cheeks. Oh, yeah. Just like a black woman, who you know what they consider like, oh, I, white woman, she's not gonna have an, an attitude with me like a black woman is. Uh, yes, she will, and if you if if you think she won't, you in trouble. A woman will have an attitude regardless. I'm gonna tell you like and this. And then on top of that, uh, okay, I'll be real. They're gonna grant Becky way more child support <laughs> and oh, yeah. alimony and anything else than Keisha. Yeah, it's it's. It's still classism involved in that because yeah. if, if if Becky if Becky has the class and if Becky has that you know the right lawyers and shit yeah she gonna fuck you over, but I think people always tend to forget how strong media is in general, and there weren't a lot of black soap operas around back in the day, so a lot of the toxicity that you see with white women, black women, Mexican women that shit stems from soap operas, and the main creators of the drama and soap operas were white women. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact, yeah. and it's just. It just trickled down into society. Like, I mean, who created the gold digging aspect of 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 for women? That was white women. Like, you had your Anna Nicole uh, Smith. Anna Nicole, she's the goat. You know, like she, she like, is no. the goat. She like it's. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not putting a bad name on white women, but at the end of the day, if a black man thinks a white woman is perfect, he's he's an idiot because yeah. a lot of this shit. I mean, y'all seen the help, right? Come on. <laughs> like, the white woman was the most vicious person in that movie. Mm-hmm. It, Talking about Emmett Till earlier, yeah. <laughs> like, where is that white woman at right now? She's not where she should be, right? You know, and she <laughs> confessed. She confessed, and they were like, "Well, you know, she's old. Lock her old ass up." And you see right? the movie I told you. What movie I told you to watch? Um, with uh, Black Panther, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, damn, what's uh, name Marshall? Of the movie? Oh, Marshall. Marshall. And I did watch it. It was really good. Yeah, and what the white girl do on there? Recant. <laughs> you know, that's 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 a part of their culture. So you want to talk about? But they love y'all. I they mean, truly love black men. I mean, all women love us. Uh, true. <laughs> true. Like, true. They love black men. They do. Like, when you when you take off the blindfolds and you're just actually looking at men, I mean, color doesn't matter. For color doesn't matter for anybody. But when it comes down to it, and you're trying to be like, how do I say, you realize where you are in society, that's when it becomes important. You're like, hold on now. Y'all constantly tearing that person down, tearing that person down. I'm gonna stick by this nigga. I'm gonna stick by them because it's, it's it, it becomes important. But you you rewind back time a hundred years from a uh, hundred years back, and we don't have such a focus on color. Should be a lot different now. Like we won't be talking the way we're talking. The only reason we're talking like that now is because we're really at war. So it's almost like 
if I'm going to go to war, I'm going to make sure the person I go to war with on the side of me is somebody that looks like me, somebody I'm comfortable with, mm-hmm. somebody I, you know. Somebody who's been through what I've been through. It. Yeah, exactly. I don't think white women would truly understand. Like, you could say, oh, I was profiled today as a black man, Dri- driving while being black. They, they can. They went, well, well, you know, maybe he well, had a reason. He didn't. Well, I know he, he didn't. Reason. Did you Did you really? St- I mean, you probably didn't even notice the stop sign and he was just. You know, it's it. I, it's I, like, I've been there. I've been there. I know right. exactly. Of course, you know what I'm of course. So just when, like when you, but when you're talking about it with a black woman, eat, she gonna be like, yeah, I mean, I understand, and probably say, I had the same thing happen to me today. Yeah, you know, there's there's more empathy than sympathy. Exactly. Yeah, and then it's it's more of a no. No matter what, a lot of times when you're dealing with white women, I still think like more. If you're the first black guy they've been with, it's gonna be a lot of curiosity there. So it's still like a fetish. Yeah, they extent. want to see is, so, is everything true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, me personally, I I hate what we are in society to where like if I go out on a date with a white girl, I know that she's gonna be totally comfortable because this is their world. But me, I'm gonna be looking around like, damn, these niggas looking at me, they judging me. Like it's just it is what it is. I can't wait to see you out one day. Oh like, gosh. Uh, you just want to see me out here with anybody. I do, just, I do. Just ladies, to give me a hard time. Get well out the house. God, <laughs> you'll never see well out of the house with anyone ever again. No, no, it's not happening. Well goes hardest. out solo. I'm, if when I when I go out, I'll, I'll be trying to be low, low key as possible because no matter what, like we talked about today, I don't really. I'm, I've never been into this whole let's market my relationship. That shit yeah. is ridiculous. I mean, no matter what. I don't know if relationships lasted longer 30 years ago when there was no internet, but I still think that <laughs> I still think there's a slight possibility that they probably lasted about 12 or 15 years compared to just eight. Cause they, they fall in like, they fall in like flies now. Like I know people that are divorced and they're younger than me. Yeah. Like, Hold on. What the fuck? Right. It's the society we live in, you know? So yeah, it's, it's crazy, but I, I, I definitely respect black love. It's just as much as I, I we all need self love. And True. I feel like if you're the type of person that doesn't love yourself, then it doesn't matter who you're with. Yeah. At all. Like, like and I actually had a, uh, this girl, like, she reached out to me one time on Tumblr, and she, I posted something like that. And she was this chick that I always posts about suicide. And she was like, well, that's not fair to say that I have to love myself in order to be in a relationship. Yes. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. You're sitting here as a suicidal person. Who the fuck wants to be with you? Right. Like, yeah. why are you? Who's you gonna know. Who's gonna love you more than you love yourself? Exactly. They shouldn't. They They, they shouldn't. shouldn't. Like, if that If that's the case, then you're gonna drain them. They're gonna exactly. go crazy. Like, that's That's insane. But we definitely live in a society right now. To me, that is just ass backwards and weird as fuck. Everything I, is posted on social media. I'm not with it. You know me. I'm I'm just not with it. And um. For, I mean, I guess if you're for trying people to people who don't know what Will look like, uh, <laughs> this is the <laughs> He is a ghost. <laughs> He's clear. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> I got you. That's why I like her, man. Her, she. I mean, we know what she looks like now, but for the most part, I think that it's dope that she stays hidden because that's not important. Her message is what's important. Did you like her last album, her little EP? I love everything she does. Oh, okay, everything. okay, I'm okay. A fan. Yes. All right. My bad. <laughs> don't 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 start. Her, LMA, we can keep going. So, what song is better, Trip or Boot Up? I'm very upset about Trip. I wanted Trip to go a lot harder. 
Oh, interesting. You're the first person I heard say that. Yeah, I'm not a like. If you listen to like uh, Ten Thousand Hours, and I mean, of course, everybody jam booed up right mm-hmm. now. And I mean, her other songs, it's trip is. I mean, it's cool. Like to me, her song Naked should have been bigger, bigger than what it was. Cause Naked, first of all, just the song period, I like it better than Trip. The message, hmm. a lot better. And I feel like it's it's honest, you know. Like I love any artist that bears their soul on a track. Gotcha, gotcha. You, you, I, I, and I, I feel say, like Trip is very more marketing for her to now since so she's starting to become more popular. But nah, keep doing what you're doing because that's what got you there. Yeah, yeah. Where's she from? Ugh, she is not from. She's from she, overseas, right? She's from the UK, right? I want to say yeah. She got to be okay. from the UK. Yeah, I, I I just always tell people I hope she's bigger than Buddha. Cause I really would hate to like limit and her to that. Old. I know it's crazy. It's a year, right? Two. Damn. Probably, yeah. That's crazy. It is really. It's gonna be hard for her to surpass that. Yeah. Real hard because society right now is so one track minded. Like they gotta lock onto that. That's yeah. all they're gonna know her by. That's gonna suck. Like that yeah. sucks. Like I feel like Chadwick Boseman is now. He's just Black Panther now. Yeah. He is Wakanda he is forever. Ty- I about to say like, Wakanda forever. Dog, that sucks. But. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, and I like, believe it's true. When Michael B. Jordan was like, "Y'all stop," they t- he tired of shit. He tired like, of doing the damn time. Hey, <laughs> you get you get in the movie that big, man. It is what it is. Hey. But y'all got words of advice? Yeah, I've been trying to. Pull oh, he's trying up. to find his words of advice. It. You got you got words of advice? I mean, just anything you want to tell the people in general that you feel is important. I think the thing that you really touched on about the self love that's very important. Why? I think a lot of because I don't think we're taught self love. We're so at a young age. I don't. I don't really being. I don't remember really being taught like self love more than respecting people, catering. It's always for other people versus yourself. And then when you worry about yourself, it's considered selfish. Mm. So I definitely think self love is something that should be elevated a lot more and taught to your kids and pour into that because. Like you say, how can you love someone? How can you be a great person if you lack self-love? So. Yeah. Well, to ride on that, I'll just say that um, my advice to people is don't, if you have the opportunity to do something that's rare or not like somebody else, meaning, you know, how do I say, for, further individualizing yourself, take advantage of that. Because like I said today, like being an individual in 2018 is, that takes some, that takes some nuts. That takes some bravery. And we don't get enough of that today. Like, Everybody is just so comfortable following public opinion and just trying to be like everybody else. That way they're not considered an outcast. And I feel like whenever you have that opportunity to be one, to be an individual, take advantage of that opportunity. Because that'll make you doper than everybody else, to me. True. Peace to that. What you got, man? You ready? I see you ready, huh? I'm going to read my words of advice. (laughs) Come on, Jay. Stop chasing people. If they block you, cut off contact, ignore you, let them go. Let the people who naturally gravitate towards you enjoy your energy. We spend so much time begging people to stay, proving our worth, clinging to them so that they won't have room to leave. Cherish the people who want to talk to you, who want to see you, who are there by choice and not there because you chase them every time they decide to bail on you. Don't at me when you hear this. I'm, I'm going to at you. I'm Don't gonna at, at me you. when you hear this. I am. No. I'm going to at you. Don't at me. You better live by that shit. I'm going to block you. <laughs> 
much. We know well man. mean ass live by black, black mirror block you. <laughs> the episode was White Christmas. The episode was White Christmas. Is yeah, yeah, it was White Christmas. Yeah, my bad, it's random. When when John Hamm in that? Yeah, 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 yeah. John Hamm was in that. He's the one that got blocked forever. Yeah. But anyways, oh with yeah, because nobody can see him. Yeah, that's what that was, was his punishment. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, with that being said, oh, fuck you, Jay. You did that so quick. <laughs> I mean. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. God. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?